in a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guests every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. This week, my beautiful guest is Tania Lopez, who is a business and event strategy. She's joining us all the way from Bali. And I can't wait to hear your life story, the ups and downs, and how you got to where you are today. So thank you for being here, Tania. Olga, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> just a second ago, I was like, yeah, you're just going to give me the story of your life. And she was like, what? In five minutes? So... <laughs> Yeah, no, no pressure. Tell the life, <laughs> tell your life story in five minutes. <laughs> Gosh, um, where do I begin? Uh, I would say I will begin with um, perhaps my focus. I'll focus a little bit on my career journey, and I got started in corporate America. I had a big, glamorous title working for uh, NBC Universal and then Nike as the head of communications. And in many ways, this was very glamorous. I was working with some of the biggest artists and celebrities, um, athletes uh, at the time. But there was this part of me that always, I really craved freedom. I grew up in a, in a strict household. And I think that you know, partly maybe this is where this desire came from of really wanting to travel and explore and see the world. And these 10 days of vacation were just like, they were torture to me. I had done a semester abroad in Spain um, and that just really changed my life. I just saw a whole other possibility, a whole other way of life. I planted the seed to one day live overseas and have this different sort of life of freedom and adventure. Um, I wasn't really drawn to the more traditional and conventional things. I didn't dream of like my wedding day or, or even having a family for that point. I really dreamt of freedom and adventure and um, seeing the world. And so I, I came to a crossroad in this corporate journey where something really terrible, see, it seemed to be really terrible at the time. And it turned out to be a big blessing in disguise, which was the economy tanked in the US. Nike gave me um, a 24 hour notice to choose whether to stay with the company or take a severance package. So um, imagine 24 hours to decide. So I took the severance package, <laughs> I took the money and I ran. I went to Africa, Asia. I basically started traveling for six months. Um, I ended up going back to the US and I created a business, my first business, a social media PR consulting business. And it was a bit rough. You know, my dream was freedom. And what I did was I kind of jumped headfirst. I bit off more than I could chew. I took too many clients on. Um, I ended up feeling really overwhelmed and very much out of alignment with like what my desire had been. And this was a big learning for me. And it was also a bit difficult. Um, 
And one day I saw this ad for the world's most awesome job. And I wasn't looking for a job. I had a business and I clicked on it out of curiosity. And I literally got like chills all over my body when I saw this. And I thought, wow, I need to apply to this. It was a job based in Malaysia, which I had never been to with a company I had ne never heard of. Um, but my intuition said to go for it. And I did. Um, and then long story short, I ended up moving to Malaysia, becoming the head of events for Mind Valley, a huge company in personal growth and development, traveling all over the world, organizing their signature event called A-Fest, which brings together epic change makers, entrepreneurs, and personal growth. And here I really found my passion. I really found what lit me up, which was creating and designing and delivering these deep, beautiful transformational journeys and experiences. Um, I did that for about six, seven years, traveling everywhere. And, um, and then I left it to create my own live event production company that was going really well. I had just signed like a really amazing high profile, profile client. And then COVID hit. COVID hit and basically I lost all of my projects, income, clients from one week to the next. Um, which was, you know, really scary. And it was also a wake up call in terms of um, just needing, wanting to have different services and offers and diversifying my business a bit. So I went into, I, I decided to, again, it was like the universe kind of gave me this nudge that it was something I wanted, but hadn't done on my own. Um, so this was that nudge that I needed. And I, got my coaching certification. I basically pivoted my business to coaching consulting. Um, and that went really, really well, which is incredible because I was advising and consulting people on designing transformational events and experiences in the middle of a global pandemic when people couldn't gather or travel. Um, but you know, there were really trusting people that knew that it would come back and wanted to focus on long-term strategy or like intimate events or things like this. And it went really, really well. Um, and so now I'm also supporting other people and how they can package up their, you know, skills, passion, magic into, um, an online offer. And so that, that brings me to today. And that's been a lot of my, um, my career journey. And along the way, I was able to make this dream come true that I had really wanted of like the freedom and the travel and the exploration I've been living overseas now for 10 years. Um, I'm living in Bali now. Before this, I was in Ibiza. Before Ibiza, I was in Malaysia. I also did three years just traveling out of my suitcase. Um, and yeah, that's one of the things that I'm really um, just so happy and proud of that I always had this dream, this vision of being able to work from anywhere um, and freedom and adventure. And now I feel like I've been able to, you know, intentionally design my, my life in that way. And that, that feels amazing. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit, uh, that's a snippet of, of my journey. I don't know how I did on time. I think I did it. That's amazing. And I love stories of journeys that involve, you mentioned it a couple of times, following your intuition. You mm. said the universe gave me a notch and I follow it. Something inside of me was saying, go for it. Now, when I work with my clients in conversations, we know how hard it is to follow your intuition, especially when it goes against logical, rational. Yeah. How is it that you're able to say, shh, shh, to the rational side of you and go, my heart, my soul, spirit, something is telling me to go? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely gotten easier for me over time. Um, 
because I see that it's worked out for me when I do that, you know? So now it's like, okay, those are the fears, but I know in my body that in the past, when I followed this, um, this calling that it's worked out. So it has become better. Um, and I think for me, it's been such a, it's been such a like visceral knowing in my body. Um, like this excitement, these chills um, of just feeling so excited about something. And that for me is like the indicator of, of like, yes, go for this. You know, when I saw that video for Mind Valley, um, it was crazy. I mean, I, I had a house on the water in Miami. I had my own business. I had just gotten a new BMW and like, I left that all, you know, I, I dissolved my business. I put my car on swap lease. I gave notice of my, of my house. I took a massive pay cut. Like it made no sense. And I did have sleepless nights where I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, what if this doesn't work out? But I kept coming back to that, that inner knowing that I had of like, no, something is telling me to go for this. And I'm, I'm going to trust that. Um, and it's happened several times. And like I said, it's gotten easier because I've learned to, to trust that feeling more and more. Mm, I, I often feel like when you get goosebumps, when you get the chills, for me, that's the universe sending you a message on vibrate mode. It's like, oh, I'm going to vibrate because it's the universe saying something. And then it's just take a minute, like literally whatever it is, if somebody's saying something, it's in a book, it's a movie, it's like, I got to stop. There is a message here. Let's, let's yeah. hear it. Um, but then I you love that. You move on to the next step that is like, all right, all right, I got the message. Now I'm going to step into it. I love what you said about once you do it a few times, you develop that trust, but fear will still show up in those sleepless yeah. nights. Yeah, absolutely. What do you say to fear when, when it's like, knock, 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 3 a.m. Hello, let's have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do my best to understand that it's normal um understand that there's a part a pro a protective part of me that wants to protect me you know from danger from failure from risk um and I try to be kind and gentle and loving with that part of myself like yes it's it is scary and we can do this you know like we can still do it with with the fear for me, it's, it's more and more not waiting for that fear to go away or not even wanting that fear to go away or trying to get that fear to go away, but just doing it despite the fear and not in a way that is like a shock to your nervous system or something like that, because sometimes it can be too much. Um, but just acknowledging that fear and just like, kind of like heart to hands, like I've got this, I've got this, I'm going to be okay. I think it's, leaning into deeper levels of trust that I'm resourceful enough to handle whatever comes my way. Mm, fear is a great opportunity to reparent yourself. And imagine if you were talking to your child that is scared about something, you're not going to jump in their fear with them. You're not going to be like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. Oh, this is terrifying. You calm them. You say, it's okay. Yeah. You can do this. And I feel like, yes, that's the opportunity that we have to, to do the same thing. And I love that you made the hand gesture. I teach that to all my clients, like literally yeah. just put your hands on your chest, on your throat, on your belly, wherever you're feeling it and just go, okay, taking a deep breath and we're going to do this. We're doing it scared. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I totally agree that fear is, is that opportunity. And I also think that fear is a really good opportunity to see like, what are the beliefs that are underneath the fear? You know, what are, what are the, the beliefs? What are the thoughts that feel really scary? Are those even true? You know, it's an opportunity to just look at how you're making decisions and, and the stories that you're telling yourself. Hmm. And hearing about your story and all the different hats and roles that you've worn and been part of, why events? What is it that for you is so special and magical when you get people together? Gosh, I just think that when people come together, something magical happens, especially when it's open hearted people that genuinely are seeking human connection. Um, it's just absolute magic what can happen in, in that situation. And I think that, you know, now with what's happened over the past two years, I think that this is being highlighted to us, right? Like, how do we feel when we're in isolation for so long without connecting with other people, without connecting with our loved ones, when all of our human interactions are on Zoom, right? Like, we need that connection. And I think that events are just such a beautiful vehicle, especially, you know, events that are developed around personal growth and transformation. And you can connect more deeply with yourself. You can connect more deeply with others. You can connect more deeply with something greater. And then you can go through this beautiful journey and transformation and then go back home and take that to your, your family, to your community, to your business. Um, I've seen some of the ripple effects that can happen after events um, of what happens for attendees. And it's really profound. It's really um, incredible. Um, so I love that aspect. And also on a more personal level, like for me, it's, it, it's become a way for me to really explore and express my creativity. Like my absolute favorite thing at an event is when I plan, you know, months, this closing party and finding the perfect venue and the perfect art and musicians and decor and food and, you know, just everything. And people walk in and their jaws just literally drop open and they're like, oh, like I literally get goosebumps right now just thinking about those, those moments. And I'm just standing there, you know, watching everybody's expression as they walk into the room and this idea of just bringing beauty and awe and expansion into the world it just lights me up you know I feel like that's that's my purpose at the moment and so when I in my work currently where I can also support others you know that are working in the personal growth space and creating their own events and experiences and I can support them it's like I feel like that mission is really coming to life and having a bigger impact. Um, so those are a few things that I just absolutely love about events. And you absolutely love <laughs> when you talk about events. For me, yeah. it's my worst nightmare, having to organize a party <laughs> that everybody's going to be happy about. But I love that you are doing this work and you genuinely love it. Um, yeah. I have a question about personal growth and events. And... I don't know how you feel about it. And I would love to know if you've known of any unicorn modalities where the change, the transformation, the up-leveling that happens in the event is actually truly, fully transferred to their everyday life. Because we know when you're in the event, in the energy, the people, everything, everything, anything is possible. You yeah. go back home to the old environment, the old paradigm, 
and the limiting beliefs want to come back to you. Have mm. you found any modality, any teacher, anything that is like, actually, Olga, this, this goes back home with you and it stays with you? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree that, you know, the benefits and the experience can fade. I think so much of this has to do with integration and implementation and actually practicing those things. You know, I know I'm guilty of this where I can experience things or I read things, but I'm not actually practicing them on a day-to-day -day basis. And then it really fades. So I think sometimes at an event, if you can take like the one or two things, like what were the, what were the things that were most, most powerful for me? And how am I going to integrate this on a day-to-day -day basis when I go home? And how am I going to commit to this and keep showing up for this? I think that's like something on a practical level. And one of the modalities that I have really, really loved is something called authentic relating. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. So I actually had my first workshop with it and I loved it so much that I, I, I went on to more trainings and actually became like a facilitator of this modality. And it's basically a form of, um, of conscious communication. It's how you can get more honest with yourself and with the people that you're in connection with in the conversations that you have. Um, whether these are really big conversations with loved ones or even like smaller interactions of how you interact with someone like in a grocery store. Um, I have found that to be such a beautiful practice and to be extremely practical because I can apply it in my day-to-day -day conversations and interactions with people. And it's helped my communication so much. You know, it, it's helped in all of my, and communication is something that is just so important with your partner, with your children, with your, with, with your clients and, and um, employees, you know, and just every facet of life. Um, and so that's a modality that I've really, really loved and that I speak, I feel is just so highly tangible and practical and that you can take it back and, and, and practice it and use it. And by you using it in connection with someone else, it just like rubs off on them as well. Mm. So that's one thing. That's one modality that I really love. I gotta look them up. Are they only doing in Bali or is? No, it's global. I mean, I did do two of my trainings in Bali and then one in Amsterdam, but now they're actually doing online as well. And their live events are coming back. Mm, okay. We're going to talk about it and I'll put it on the show notes as well. Yeah. Anything that involves conscious communication is like, speak to me, please. And the world needs <laughs> You'll it. You'll love so this. You'll love this then. Oh, that's amazing. Um, what would you say to someone who is loving our conversation saying, oh my God, I'm into it, personal growth events, but feels very scared? to actually participate in them. Because I remember that was something that was stopping me from going to these things. It was like, I don't know. I remember the A-Fest, I look at it and I was like, I don't know if it's my tribe. What would you say to encourage, knowing that this incredible transformation may be at the other end of the event? Yeah, so somebody who is interested in, in attending a transformational event, but feels some like hesitation around it. Yes. Yeah, um, well, the first thing is I would be curious to mirror back to them or ask like, where else are you holding back in life from things that you're curious about? Um, because usually if, if, if we're doing it in one area, we're doing it in other areas. And so it's like, how else are you 
holding yourself back from experiences that you're feeling drawn to and not doing that? And, and how is that working out for you? You know, that would be, that would be one question that I would have um, because it's bigger than that, right? It's not just going to this event. There's something bigger than, than the hesitation to actually take that step, right? There's something that's blocking you from taking steps to things that you're feeling called to. So that would be one interesting place to dig into. Um, and then my second thing would be just, you know, go for it, like trust yourself, trust your heart, trust your intuition. If something is guiding you to go, go release any expectations of it, go with an open heart and with an open mind and just know that you get to choose what you're available for. You know, you can go. And if you don't, if you feel like going to your room to rest for an hour, you can, if you feel like skipping out on a party one evening, you can, or if you want to just be a little bit more internal that night and have a few intimate conversations rather than like being on the dance floor or whatever, you know, you get to um, intentionally create and design your experience in the way that you want to um, and trust that it's going to be exactly what you need. That's what I would say. <laughs> That was brilliant. I, I don't know if you guys caught what Tanya just did, but you can tell that she's an amazing coach because she just pulled the first be curious, ask yourself, why don't you want to do this? I love all that inner work because it's all very good to say, just effing do it. Go there. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it unless you've done the inner work of what's blocking you. And then there is the other part of the coaching, which is the invitation and the possibilities. Like you can pick and choose and I, if, if anybody's interested, I am totally in favor of always stepping out of your comfort zone. And if that means joining a retreat, um, going to a personal growth event, whatever it is that is scaring you, lean into it if you find the, the space for it. Um, yeah. Tanya, this has been an amazing conversation. And now is the time to ask you the two questions that I ask all my guests. The first one is, where do you see your next amazing great chapter? my personal next chapter. Yes. Um, I would say I'm, I'm in a really beautiful relationship and partnership. It's uh, been a year and a half. And I would say one of them is, is continuing to step into deeper levels of, of devotion and trust in my relationship, in our partnership and really surrendering to that more and more. That's like a big journey for me on like the personal side. Um, and also to life, just like continuously trusting more and more. Um, I would also say on the business front that it's like stepping further into, into my leadership, into my creative expression, um, downloading and, and offering new programs and offers. Like this feels really, really exciting to me. I'm at a point in my coaching journey where I'm expanding from one-to-one -one into like group settings. So that, um, you know, that feels like the next step in, in my business. Ooh, a lot of expansion and more creativity. Yes. And where do you see the world's next great chapter? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> You know, I would love to think that it's the next chapter is one where we are reprioritizing like what's important to us. I think COVID was a big um, wake up call for a lot of people and a time to go internal, a time to really look at how they're how they're living, how we are living as a as a culture, as a society um, in, in some ways that is not sustainable and how do we make some changes moving forward. 
I would love to think that it's also a chapter where we are going to become more sovereign and independent from some of the systems that are in place that aren't really serving us. Um, I would love to think that we are going to take better care of our earth and of each other and to come back to community after a time of such like fear and isolation. I would love to think this. And I think that it is a possibility. And I think that certainly this is happening for many of us. If it's going to happen enough in enough of us that it's like a tipping point for, you know, the world, I, I don't know, you know, I, I really don't know. I also think that technology and the digital world is going to continue to play a bigger and bigger part in our lives. Um, and I'm not sure about the effect that that will have on us. I think it's going to be really important for us to individually make decisions on how we want to, how we want that to impact us. Mm, beautiful intentions. Let's put them out there and hopefully they all flourish in that direction. Yes. Tanya, this has been a beautiful conversation for anybody that wants to follow your journey, wants to contact you, wants to work with you. Where can they find you? They can find me. I would love to connect with you. They can find me on my website at tanyalopez.com or on Instagram at Tanya Christina. I think you'll link to it in the show notes, right? I'm going to put all the information in the show notes and... Tanya, beautiful light and energy, and I love your mission. So keep spreading the good work. Aw, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. And to everybody else, I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadal.com and click on the Holistic Divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.